Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, hello, and welcome to The Conversation, an LYF podcast series where we provide our insight, thoughts, and experiences on today's topic. My name is Ayla, LYF podcast production intern. And my name is JR, IT tech, web admin, and board member of the Love Yourself Foundation. I'm excited to get into this topic. I haven't really talked much about this other than maybe one time on a LYF podcast with the Monica and Cameron Calloway. I think it was last year, I believe, but I'm excited to get into it a lot more. What about you? How are you? I'm doing great. Today's a wonderful topic. We're going to be exploring wonder and the inner child. And I think that there's so many places to take it. And I'm really interested to see where the conversation takes us. Me too. Well, if you're ready, I think we can get started. So, (laughs) yes. So what is wonder? Always with our episode, we'd like to give you a definition of what the word means. So everyone's on the same page. Uh, Definition is a feeling of surprise mingled with admiration caused by something beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar, or an inexplicable also a desire or be curious to know something i think that is a great definition because that is exactly what i think the word wonder actually means and it's just uh kind of diving into that curiosity that you have about something or someone or something and i think that it really does kind of bring out the the inner child like you were saying you're you're wanting to kind of understand more of something that you don't know about. So I think that is really an exciting thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love both of those explanations. I think they're really important in understanding, one, the action of curiosity and diving into something you're interested in, but also the result, the feeling of wonder, like that that awe of, wow, what is this? I'm so unfamiliar with what the subject is, but I'm so intrigued. Yeah, it's super exciting. And I also wanted to note that the inner child, because that's going to be referenced a few times today. And a lot of people are like, okay, what does that mean? Does that mean that like, there's a five-year-old inside me who wants to play with Legos? Like, (laughs) and the actual definition, you know, Legos. I mean, and I think coming back to what makes you excited or what is it that 
drives that inner child it still keeps you young you know and it, it still keeps you curious and, yeah. it, and it just it's just such an important thing in your life that you need to be aware of yeah for sure I think that wonder and curiosity is one of the most important like values I guess is the best way to put it that we kind of force kids to let go of and force ourselves to let go of and it's so weird because I mean kids get to that stage where they're like why 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 Mm -hmm. and I know that after some point you're like because that's why (laughs) (laughs) but I think that it's important to not like shun kids I guess from having that imagination and being intrigued and interested in all that's out there because I mean even as an adult you don't know everything not even a Mm -hmm. fraction of it and I think that as you get older you kind of lose that that curiosity just because all the time people are like well I don't want to take the time to explain or why do you care you know and we also like don't value learning on our right. own time or maybe we value other things so much more that we're like why am I spending my free time learning about xyz and I think that it's it's just something really important to consider of how much time do you spend exploring things exploring new new things it could be anything like any hobby per se that you're interested in that you haven't really got the chance to understand maybe you don't know if you want to do it but you've seen it and there's something deep inside you that's kind of curious about it but you've never given it the time of day or maybe it's a tv show or Mm -hmm. a game just it could be really anything a place I think that there's just so much to curiosity and letting yourself be curious about the world around you that needs to be embraced more yeah and I like what you had brought up about exploration and how sometimes throughout our lives as we get older that sense of exploration kind of goes away just because there are too many things that need to be taken care of or that take more precedent over you wanting to discover something new that life kind of gets in the way sometimes also kind of going back to a phrase that kind of goes through my head as we talk about this is grow up as you're a kid and you do what kids do you know as you start to get older the phrase starts to become you know you need to grow up you need to grow up you know wise up you need to know that in this world you need to do x y and z and it's so limiting you know it it sucks that sometimes people grow up too fast and they miss out on things that they wanted to explore or experience or question even but weren't allowed to just because you needed to grow up and it's it's so interesting to see now as adults get older how much they want to get back to what they were doing as a kid or activities that they get to be involved in so i'm happy that we're talking about this because i think it's going to benefit a lot of people yeah and i love that you mentioned that grow up mentality and i remember too though as a kid being like i can't wait till i'm 18 and i can go and travel and you know and then i got to be an adult and I was like wow bills and jobs (laughs) no more playtime like it's just it's not as fun as like why do we force kids to grow up and you know not enjoy that time but I think of also when I was a kid playing like pretend kitchen with like rainwater and leaves as soup and stuff like that and how like as an adult I may look at that and be like that's so silly but they're really like 
taking whatever they have and exploring with it. And to think if we had like really embraced and maintained that, that value, that mentality, how we would look at our lives like that and see what can I do with what I have? Like, how can I take what I have and appreciate it and also use it to the most of my ability? I think that that's something that kind of is upsetting, but also it's kind of nice to understand that once you grasp that and have awareness of it, that you can start trying to practice different ways to kind of embrace that in your own life today. Yeah, I love that a lot. And it it, it kind of goes back to the whole statement, what you're saying as a kid, you're always asking why, why, why? And I feel like when you grow up, you start to ask yourself, why not? Why not? In the sense that as a child, as a kid, you're always so curious about everything that's happening in your world. And you just want to know why or you want to try new things, Mm. whatever the case may be. Then you get older and you realize all this time has gone by that you start to tell yourself, oh, if I want to do this, why not? Let me do it. That now I can do it. I want to try to get back to what I wasn't able to do. And it really just is such a wild thing how we speed up to slow down in a sense. Yeah. You know, I I think maybe ourselves or society tells us that we need to hurry up and, and get to our career or hurry up and get to school, get your degree, all these things in order to be an adult, quote unquote, that once you achieve those things, then you're kind of slowing down or trying to go backwards because you said I spent all this time to do this whether it was for myself or for other people that now I want to go back (laughs) I just want to experience those things I couldn't do (laughs) yeah and what's really crazy is I see this as a popular phenomenon in my generation I don't know you can tell me from yours but that often we're 20 21 22 And we think that we have to be making a million dollars a year, the top of our success, that we have to have a house, a family, like we have to have it all together when we're just starting, Mm -hmm. like our life. (laughs) Really, we just graduate high school and we're like, I don't know what job I want. I don't have a husband. I don't, you know, like these things aren't in order, but there's this pressure to. And I think that really relates to what you're talking about, because we stop telling people to enjoy the moments in between those things. Right. Like, oh, continue 100%. to be curious about life. And obviously, you know, everyone has their own goals of what they want. You know, if they want a house, they want a family, a successful career. But like that should not be the only thing that drives your life. There should be things in between that that you continue to explore and discover. And I think that is what life um, is. That's what makes life worth living, really. But right. it's it's not what's embraced at all. Yeah, we're so set in the idea that you need to hit these markers in these certain milestones in your life at a certain point that sometimes it's drilled so much that if you don't hit it at a certain age, you feel like you failed or you feel like there's not enough time to try to reach that goal or achieve that goal. And it's, it's sad because I feel like any point in your life, you can achieve whatever it is that you want, as long as that is what you are focused on doing and not what somebody else tells you you need to be at. Me Mm -hmm. being 33 now, a lot of the questions are, when are you going to get married or when are you going to have kids? And 
that personally is not on my mind. I'm still in this phase of trying to figure out what my career is going to be. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, I've, I've been in IT for so long and I love it and it's great, but you know, there's a next chapter in my life that I want to kind of experience that I need to be able to allow myself that opportunity to kind of explore that. And me trying to be in a mindset that has already been determined for me by other people of, when are you gonna have kids? You know, you're, the clock is ticking. <laughs> you got you got to find somebody. You got to do this. You got to do that. Is not kind of inducive of what it is that I want to do. That's not my yeah. game plan right now, and that should be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think that it is becoming more normalized to continue to have that like conversation with yourself of what are you curious about. You can change the course of your life at any time. Like. It's, I think the most important advice and, and like the most important thing I've ever heard is that you can take any moment in your life at any time at the present moment and change, change the course of your life. Like you can wake up tomorrow and decide I'm going to go to the gym every day and that's going to be mm -hmm. like a, an important part of my life, or I'm going to really commit to finding a partner or I'm going to start my own business, or I'm going to move to Australia. Like you can right. wake up tomorrow and decide anything and you can choose every day that way. I think that like 50 years ago, maybe even way sooner than then, it, the notion was you decide when you're pretty young and you stick with that forever. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that just is not appealing anymore. Like for the right reasons, obviously, I don't know if it ever really was to people, but I think it's so cool to have the option to embrace the curiosity for, yeah, I've done this job. I liked it when I started, but I'm really curious as to where my passion for this will take me, mm -hmm. where my interest in this will take me, you know, and I know that you're kind of on that path right now. And I think that that's a great thing. Yeah, I think uh, you hit it right there on the head and everybody has a choice in life. Sure that might be a little bit more of a blanket response for everybody. But, and I, I totally understand that certain situations are, are definitely different, but I do honestly believe that everybody has a choice in life and we all get to decide what it is that we want to do similar to, you know, we had this discussion last episode um, about self-determination and, and wanting to make sure that you're doing something for yourself and, and you kind of stick with it. But yeah, I, I honestly believe that whatever it is that you want to do, whoever you want to meet, whatever the case may be, you get to decide that. And mm -hmm. that just kind of folds right back into wonder and that curiosity of, you know, I wonder what this would be like. Or I wonder yeah. if I did take that trip or take that new job, whatever the case may be. And you need that. You need that to spark that interest or, or give you that excitement. Because if you don't have that in your life, what is it that we're doing? Exactly. Like the living day to day. I think that it's very easy, at least in the US, to get caught up in the, I go to work Monday through Friday, the weekends I have off, go to work again, looking forward to the weekend. And it's not really like, yes, I work, I'm not really enjoying my job, but I, mm -hmm. ideally you would be working towards finding a job that sustained you and you enjoyed, right? But 
it's, it's sad that that's kind of the reality for most people. And I think that when you are looking to the future and you don't know like possibly what can change, I, oh, I remember something my therapist once told me and she said, don't think about the, the jobs that you're going to be interested in or the people that's going to be in your life. Think about who you want to be because you'll always be in control of that. Do you want to be right. someone that's kind someone that is curious, someone that's creative, like, what does that look like to you? And that's something that you can always work towards changing the way that you react to others, the way you treat yourself. And that is, it's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. That being said, I really do want to explain inner child work and interrupt me at any time if you have any questions or kind of intrigued about a certain thing that I'm saying. So, yes. uh, so if I stop you every sentence, really, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's okay. Inner child work is really often noted by therapists. And if you go to therapy, you'll probably hear something about your childhood because a lot of times trauma stems from your childhood more mm. often than not, just because that's when you're developing the most and that's when your brain is being formed like the most critically. But inner child work is so important because it's the act of really going inside yourself and exploring your true feelings and parts of you that have been either rejected or like disapproved of by society. And so what does that mean? Cause that sounds kind of, you know, general, but the best way that I think about this is say you're interested in three things. Okay. As a kid, you're interested in horses soccer and drawing okay and say you go to school and these these three things are your life you know everybody has a few things where as a kid like those are the central points of your life like you're so excited about those few things my little pony i don't know something you know yo let's you go go to school and you realize you're talking about the things that you like and what you do and you realize that the people around you are super interested and impressed when you talk about soccer but they're kind of like weirded out by you when you mention you like horses. And so like when you're a kid and you hear those things, you're very much molded by what people think about you because you do want to fit in and you want to do that well. And so what you do at that age is you start choosing your path in alignment with what other people value. So you'll like more, more often than not choose that path that is the most impressive or the most interesting to those around you at that time. So you'll start playing soccer more and you'll, you'll not mention that you like horses anymore. You'll, you'll let horses go because horses are seen as weird and that Mm -hmm. you're like a horse girl or something. I don't know. And you'll, you'll let it go. Even though you've always wanted to ride a horse, you've, you've been super interested and you love them that you really liked drawing. And that was a passion of yours, but people are impressed with soccer. So you leave those two things you start doing soccer. So your whole life you're playing soccer. And at some point you're going to get to that point where you're like, I'm kind of bored of this. And it's because you weren't following your real passion. You were following what other people wanted from you. And this happens to everyone. And so with your inner child work, it's about reflecting back to what you enjoyed as a kid. So for me, I loved rock climbing as a kid. Like for some reason, I was just like, climb everything. It's so fun. Like so cool to be able to do that. I loved going to the beach. I loved Legos. Legos were so fun, but it was seen as a boy toy. So I wasn't really allowed to really demonstrate interest in that. That's terrible. Yes. (laughs) I loved Legos, but like 
obviously it wasn't a topic at school because girls don't play with Legos. And that was like just on the cusp of the time when girl Legos started coming out. Which is such a crazy concept of right. like girl Legos and boy Legos. I mean, they're all blocks. Like what? The Come on. <laughs> they are. But it's about looking back and reflecting on like, what did I enjoy at that time? And there's an activity where you can write down all those things and ask yourself like the last time you did those activities. You know, it doesn't have to be like playing with dolls, you know, and you don't have to be an adult being like, I got to go buy some Barbies because I love doing that as a kid. But, but it's about seeing like, what activities sparked your interest that you let go of too soon and Mm. allowing yourself to like reconnect with that. And it's giving yourself time to do that without judgment from others. So with doing so it's finding like, maybe it's rock climbing for me and it's finding a time for me to go and do rock climbing now to reconnect with my inner child and tell myself, you know, like I let go of that too soon. And maybe like, that's something that is a passion of mine now that I can read like Kindle yeah. and explore. Wow. See, I didn't even, I had no idea that that's what it really was or that is what's involved when it comes to that inner work, but it makes total sense. It's you're, you're developing these passions early on as a kid, but as you grow older or if you choose the wrong, I would say choose the wrong passion, but you know, the, the thing that other people gave you validation for of thinking that it's right, that as time moves on, you start to realize like, did I just get into this for the wrong reasons? Am I doing Mm -hmm. this for other people and not for me? And then you try to find that thing again, try to remember what it was that gave you that excitement or that interest. And I definitely can relate to that as well. One thing that I would say that I was passionate about was video games, actually. And that was something that was instilled in me at a very, very, very young age because my dad was the one who introduced me to that. Mm. And that was more of a bonding activity with me and my dad that, you know, he'd throw on the Sega Master and there would be the video games. I would have a controller that's not even plugged in because I didn't even know how to do anything. But... (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at the TV like, oh, this is so cool. And then it got to a point where, you know, I was making friends in school and we all could relate to video games or the things that we were playing. Then it got to the point where I was the one playing the game and my dad was the one who was watching, but that was still that bonding time. But as I got older and got into, I would say it really started when I got my job in IT at working at UNLV, it was a professional setting. There's a lot of professionals that are working in there. I wouldn't say it was stuffy, but you know, you get the idea of what a professional environment looks like. I couldn't really relate to people in that realm because that wasn't a thing people in a professional setting do. It was always about the career and and making sure that whatever objective needed to be done, like there, there was just what, that wasn't a leisure item for people Mm -hmm. that I started to kind of fall away from that. And now people are making millions of dollars playing video games online, which is so crazy to think that that is an actual career path for people. Mm -hmm. That if I were to have fallen that passion a little bit more, or I stuck with it instead of it becoming just a hobby, but actually something that I could pursue, I definitely could see myself becoming uh, a, a, 
Twitch streamer like or something streamer. like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. You ha I have the personality. I play video games all the time. Why not? That makes sense. But that's just one of those things where I stopped kind of getting into that just because people around me weren't involved in it or it seemed like a, a weird thing for somebody in their older 20s, early 30s to be playing video. Like, I get too much in my head. I think that that's where it really comes into where with inner work and, and the things that you talk to like with your therapist is, you know, those things you're trying to build up as you're a kid to, mm -hmm. to either protect yourself, show what it is that you love to do, et cetera, that it probably is a wise thing to really dive into that and understand that a little bit more and not have that push yeah. so down that you just forget it. Well, so as a kid, your young age, I guess the best way to explain this is when people ask you about yourself, you'll start with telling them about what you do. So it, you don't start with saying, okay, like I'm this tall. I, my favorite color is this. It's, it's not really internal answers. It's, it's about what you do externally. And so that's why at that age, it's so molding, I guess is the best way to put it. Because when you see that your validation is about these external things. That's when you start to really prize certain actions over others. And then it's as you get older that you start to describe more of your personality and character in the internal way instead mm -hmm. of what you do. And I think that that continues on, obviously, when you get older and you start to see like, okay, not many people are interested in this. Does that make it weird? And we forget that like the people around us don't, aren't a good sample size, I guess, for the entire planet. <laughs> and so it's, it's really cool to see now that there's so many possible, like the fact that you can do video games as a career, like is something that people probably would have never bet on. And I think that that's why it's so important to not push your interests aside because you never know where it's going to take you. And it's those passions that really make your life interesting. And so once you get rid of them because they're not what the people around you are doing, you're not really embracing who you are. You're kind of just becoming a reflection of those around you. And I mean, that, that's going to happen, but I mean, it's definitely going to hurt your life satisfaction. And so, I mean, the sooner you realize it, the better. And it's about giving yourself, I like to call it like a, a self date, like a date oh. every week, at least where you schedule time for yourself to explore something. And so maybe it's one week I explore rock climbing and I connect with my inner child's love for that. Maybe it's watching the YouTubers that I grew up with that I stopped watching because they weren't cool anymore as I got older and I wasn't interested in that because who was interested in that anymore? Yeah. Um, whatever it be, just like scheduling a date, like literally like an hour or two for yourself every week to, to find something to do for yourself without canceling on yourself. Wow. That is so cool. And I, I totally relate to that too. I, I think that kind of goes into the idea of curiosity and wanting to, see what it is that you possibly are missing out on or something that you didn't get to do when you were a kid and and want to kind of dive into that the example of that would be for me i was never a skateboard kid when i was growing up terrible on a skateboard couldn't do it i was more of a razor scooter kid shout out to razor scooters 
<laughs> so so just recently I bought a longboard and I oh. told myself I'm gonna learn how to do this thing I've never was good at it I, I, I dropped it early when I was a kid but I was always curious of uh, of learning how to skateboard I bought the longboard and I forced myself to learn it and now it's that idea where I take myself out maybe once a week twice a week somewhere and just longboard somewhere. Even if I'm going around as a circle to circle, it's just that idea of, oh man, I couldn't do this as a kid, but it's so cool that I get to do it now. And, you know, I'm just a 33 year old on a longboard, just, just scooting around. That's <laughs> <laughs> great, you know? And it's cool because that's another way of looking at it too. What, what would you have been interested in as a kid that you didn't have the time, didn't have the money for, didn't have the support for that as an adult, you can now look to and say, I can, you know, spend a little bit of my money doing this. I have time to do this. And I think that's really great. I know that I I remember in sixth grade watching this guy who was also in my class. He was writing a ripstick. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And so next year, or it was either like that Christmas or something like that. I was like, I want one, even though like again, not a thing that girls usually do. And like I committed, I committed to learning it and it was a rough three days. Surprised I didn't break anything, but yeah. like I still ride it today. Like I'm 20 now and I ride it all the time to my car, wherever I'm going. And it's one of like, it's a personality trait for me now. Like it's like, it's, it feels so cool. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I do this and I feel I'm proud of it. That is <laughs> so, so it's, sick. It's cool. Like I definitely recommend exploring the things that you're interested in without care of what anyone else thinks because they're not you and it doesn't matter if they don't like it because you're the one that enjoys it yeah i think that is a wonderful and the idea of curiosity you know it's free if you're curious yeah. about something you know see what it takes to do it sure there are certain things that cost money and you got to put a little bit into it or a little training or whatever it may be that you're curious of but the curiosity kind of brings out that i would say inner child you know it it, it taps you back into who you were as a kid because as a kid mm -hmm. you're curious about everything because you don't everything. know nothing <laughs> <laughs> exactly so I think it, I think it's actually an even cooler thing to be curious as an adult because of how accessible things are now than you were yeah. as a kid. And I think that we have to tap into that more. Yeah. And going off of that, we have such access to like anything. I think it's so cool that you can be like, how was, how was the pyramids in Egypt even built and go watch our YouTube documentary about it like that curiosity can be answered and you can dive in and explore an entire like anything like mm -hmm. shark week yeah. anything that you're interested in <laughs> you can literally look up videos even if you can't do the actual thing or go to the place you can see it and I think that that's something that we all take for granted I know that it's just so oh, accessible yeah. to us that we're like oh yeah but to think that people like 50 100 years ago could not learn as easy as we do now yeah even travel in a sense is more accessible if you have never been to paris 
and you're not able to get onto a plane. Technology has advanced so far now that you can just put on a headset and you can be in Paris. Like, how wild is that? VR, yeah. That's it. VR can take you anywhere or have you experience anything that if you are curious about a certain place or a certain thing, technology can help you with that to open up your mind and to give you that experience that you wouldn't otherwise be able to do. So, yeah, I think really diving into your curiosity is so, so important in not only your development, but to kind of build you as a person because that curiosity just Mm -hmm. allows you to partake in something that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. And like, think about the last time you decided you were interested in something and committed to learning about it. Like, not something that you want to do, like, as an arts and crafts or as a place you want to go out to eat, like something that you're like, wow, I heard that toads XYZ, I want to learn about toads and frogs now. Like, like, when's the last (laughs) time you've done that as an adult? And it's, it's honestly, like, I can't remember the last time I've done it either. And like my prompt, I guess, to you and anyone who's listening is to next time you think about something like that, allow yourself the time to really give yourself the effort to look it up and to see where it takes you. Because I think that as an adult, it's kind of crazy how we're like, oh, it's okay. We don't need to learn anymore. We're done. Right. Like like that we're, we stop that wonder and imagination and we're kind of just like, yeah, what we know is good enough to get us through every day to pay the bills and that's it. And I think that the more you give yourself to learn about the world around you, you don't even know where it'll take you. No, you don't. You don't know where it's going to take you. You don't know where you're going to learn. Even you don't even know who you're going to meet. And it is that curiosity that drives that. And I'm actually curious if a lot of people had that kind of idea or that curiosity during the pandemic because a lot of us were stuck at home Mm. we couldn't go anywhere and this was probably for a lot of people the first time that they've just been still and had to stop doing the normal day-to-day i wonder if a lot of people had experienced something new learned something new i know for myself i never really played guitar before didn't know how to do that. And I thought during the pandemic, I got all this time on my hands. I'm going to pick up a guitar nice and learn one. how to play guitar. So that in itself tapped in this different part of my brain of just wanting mm-hmm. to learn something new. And guitar is just one aspect of it. There are many things during the pandemic that I learned. And I'm happy that I had that opportunity to do that because if I didn't, I would have gone probably crazy. So. you know that makes me think that there's also another thing that's lost and it's that as a kid when we we don't know anything obviously and everything that's why there's so many whys because we're gaining all this new information but we also have the belief that once we learn it we can do it as a kid there's no doubt in your mind that I learned the information I can do that whatever it is and as an adult we really lose that we kind of see oh you know this is interesting, but I can't do that. 
I, right. It's it's too late for me. It's I, how would I get into that now, or how would I even go? About, like we we find every reason to say that we couldn't do it. And as a kid, like that's not even an option. It's I learn it and I can do it now. And I think right. that that's something really inspirational to start thinking of and start having that that confidence again to say, yes, I'm not I'm going to be a beginner, but just like uh, connecting with your inner child and saying, as a beginner, I can learn and continue to learn, learn from the failures, the mistakes, from the successes and continue to get better. Yeah, I totally agree. And it just it pains me so much to hear people say that or talk that way. It, it's it's just such a it's a negative self-talk that is not necessary with how easily available information is to learn or do something new anybody can do it whether you're in your 20s 30s even if you're in 60s 70s 80s people are learning things all the time and it, age should not stop you from doing that mm-hmm. and the Definitely. more that we kind of tap into that or the more that we learn that and understand that I think the happier we will be because we are doing the things that we want to do yeah I don't know why it is that once we reach a certain age that we tell ourselves that we can't learn anymore like if you look at your life as the entire duration you're allowed to learn and allowed to try new things it makes things seem so infinite you have so many possibilities and it can be overwhelming but it can also be so endearing to be like wow I can choose anything and I can start and I can see where it takes me maybe I'm maybe I'm really not meant for it but I can try and I can see where it takes me you know and I think that like even just hearing us talk about this it's kind of nice to think about it and tell yourself you know I can explore what I'm interested in yeah Oh, yeah, 100%. So for me, when I started trying to discover myself, I started going to therapy, I was looking for different ways to improve my life. Not that it was horrible or anything like that, but I just knew that there was more that I could be getting out of my days and that I just felt like I was kind of waking up and doing the same thing. And so there's a program that I actually did last summer or maybe it was two summers ago. Wow. Time goes by fast, but it's called (laughs) the artist's way. Okay. And it, it's definitely, it leans a lot into like creativity. So it's not for people that don't want anything to do with their creative outlet, which I, if that is you, I prompt you to ask yourself why that is, but artist's way it's, you can do two different ways. It's a 12 week program and you can do it for the 12 weeks. It's on your own schedule. Like yourself you can do it with a friend but like it's free pdf online you read through you do the activities every week you can do it for 12 weeks straight or you can read through each section as you're ready to take on the next lesson the next activity but i i started with that i came across it coincidentally and it talked a lot about that curiosity as a child and that that as we grow older, our creativity is stunted by the limits that other people put on us. And that relates to not only like the trauma of our inner child, but also with our lack of curiosity as we get older, because other people tell us, no, you can't do that. You can't go about that that way. You have to do X, Y, Z. 
are you even good at that? You know, any excuse in the book. And after some point, we start limiting ourselves and telling ourselves maybe they're right. Or maybe when I'm looking at my art now, I start judging it more because I'm thinking about what other people are going to think. Right. And so that program really helped me look at my life differently and think about the things that I really enjoy doing that I don't do as often because I don't give myself the time to, or maybe the blocks that I've put on my life because I've really internalized how other people have viewed my interests or things that they have said about it or said about themselves that I've internalized. But I think that when it comes to inner child work, the main thing to consider is why are you stopping yourself from doing what you're interested in? Because we all get, and I've talked about this, I think, last episode, but we all have those things we're interested in that continue to light bulb in the back of our head. Like, oh, that's really cool. Or this is an idea that we're telling you about again. Like, reminder, why are we not, like, engaging in that? And finding out why is usually going to be related to the limits that have been placed on you. And it's limits that you've set up based on other people because you're internalizing the judgments from society around you and for me like finding a way to reconnect with my creativity doesn't mean that I'm going to be Picasso it doesn't mean that I'm trying to make a career out of it but it's allowing myself to enjoy the things without having to be judged based off of my success of selling whatever I'm making Mm -hmm. and I think that when it comes to engaging in the things you enjoyed as a kid it's it's about enjoying that process more so than saying, if I have to do it, I have to be super good because the people around me as an adult need to see that I'm successful at it. And I think that that mentality is really what hurts us, especially in America. It's such a value based on the work you do rather than who you are as a person. Yeah. Wow. That is, it's, it's so interesting to hear it said that way and how validating the idea is about allowing yourself the time to enjoy the things that you like to do and yeah i feel like lately now in the past year or so i've actually been getting myself involved in more of those things because i am trying to get back to who i was when i was a kid so, for example, when I was a kid, elementary school, middle school, always loved to be the class clown. I always was trying to be center of attention. I loved to act. I loved to sing as terribly as it sounded, but I still like <laughs> to do it. That I enjoyed that part of me when I was a kid. And the older that I got, the lesser those opportunities were available to me to the point where I forgot how to do that or I felt too shy or there was too much anxiety to get up in front of people. Now, I had the opportunity every Christmas party at my job to do something. And a lot of people at work would always ask me, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Trust me, the days building up to the day, completely filled with anxiety unbelievably shy but people wouldn't see that because they just think that oh jr he's this is what he does all the time 
But when it came to Showtime, I'm always there. I was always Lil Bruno Mars. So I would do something in that mm-hmm. room. So yeah, but I enjoyed it. Once I was on stage or when I was in front of people, I was that that was me. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But that was the only opportunity I could do it. Cut to now. I am doing my own YouTube show with my best friend where I'm in front of the camera. We're goofing off, making jokes, and it allows me to tap back into what I enjoyed when I was a kid. And that is my yeah. that's my time. That is my time to to do that. And I'm very fortunate of the opportunity to do that. Very appreciative of my friend Sam, my best friend Sam, to want to be on that same journey because I think that he kind of shares the same ideas when it comes to that. But it allows me to be that person. It allows me to be a kid again. And I love it. Mm -hmm. Engaging with your really true self, you know, the things that you've been kind of putting a cover over and ignoring it. But I think that that's great. And I'm really happy for you that you're able to acknowledge that and have an outlet for it now. I think that's really cool. Thanks. Yeah, I I, I think it, it was important in my own development too, ever since last year or two years ago, going through counseling and kind of getting through a lot of things that I've been holding over my head for a long time. Breaking through that, which I highly suggest for anybody listening, if you can get a counselor, you get some therapy, it does wonders. Trust me. I've been going through it for a long time. It has gotten me back on track. It's got me focused on the things that are important to me. If you can do it, do it. But going through everything and, and breaking down those barriers that I've had up for years opened up my eyes into seeing what it is that I truly want. And a lot of that goes back to what I enjoyed as a kid. Getting back to that person, that child of who I was, and the idea of it's okay to be a goofball, it's okay to be silly, yeah. that sometimes growing up, you think that you can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But once it got to that point and I, I was able to get through all of that, I started to realize like, no, this is who I am. This is who I've always been, but I've always suppressed that from me. Exactly. That now that I get to do that or I get to be that person, I'm as happy as I've ever been. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just shows how important that work really is. A testimony here on the podcast. Hey, there you, you go. know, signed, sealed, <laughs> delivered. well with that being said i do want to mention you know every episode we do our quotes and a quote that i found that really corresponds with that is from none other than pablo picasso himself oh (laughs) what's up pp every child is an artist the problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up oh and you can replace artist with any word But I love that quote because we all start with something and it comes naturally to us as a kid. We know exactly what it is. You know, everyone can look back and identify the things that made them happy and the the lack of feeling of judged and, and all the time at least. But as we get older, we totally just hide things and don't demonstrate what we're really interested in and 
who we really are. And I think that that's, it's such a detriment. And I really like hearing your story because it really demonstrates that allowing yourself to remain that quote unquote artist as you get older is so important. And you need to stop looking at it as you have to make a career out of everything you do and start seeing that, you know, I really want to enjoy this. And if I enjoy it, there's 8 billion people on the planet. Someone else is bound to enjoy it too. And I think that we tend to make ourselves feel like more alone than I guess we are in our experiences. But I mean, obviously like you liking something, you're not going to be the only person to feel that way. And so that's why I just, this quote, as soon as I saw it, I was like, yes. Yeah. That quote is absolutely amazing and spot on with everything that we've been talking about. It's that idea of us growing up and losing what it is that makes us happy. What is it that we're passionate Mm -hmm. about or the things that we've been curious about? We lose it because we grow up and we just are focused on too much of what's real, you know, too much of the day to day that envelops our life so much that it feels like what we used to enjoy is so unattainable at that point. It's terrible. And I hate that, the, that we experience that, but the sooner that, like you said, the sooner that you realize that and you're able to just say, no, I, this is what I want to do. I, I enjoy doing this, the better that you're going to be. So mm-hmm. shout out to PP. He, the real one. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's happy right now. <laughs> Well, one last thought with that. I think about my friend who I met my first year of college. He dropped out on like his third day and he loves to talk about it because it's obviously something that like people in college are like, why are you happy about that? Like, you know, (laughs) but I love his story because it really tells you that your curiosity is what you need to be following. And I think that once we hit 18, And we're like, hey, college is the next step. I don't know what I'd be doing if I was in college. And we're kind of forced to choose right there. Like, what are you going to do for your career? And that's a very hard thing to choose, obviously, Mm -hmm. when you're just done with high school and you've never been able to make a free choice like that. But I think that with that choice right there, people let go of following what they're curious about. And with him the reason why he's so inspirational to me, his name is Adrian Lopez, is because he said, you know, I'm really interested and curious about photography and videography. I know nothing about it, but I really am interested and I want to learn. And like now he works for makers and finders, take it easy. Like he's hired, he does great work. And it all stemmed from him saying, you know, I'm curious about this and I'm trusting that curiosity to see where it takes me. And just really... Yeah, it's so cool. And just knowing that, say it takes you nowhere, guess what? You still have the rest of your life. You know, it's not, you never have to stick to one thing. And I think that it's a hard concept to get through your brain. But once you realize that I can change any day, I can choose, you know, not for me anymore. You can really see where that curiosity brings you. Yeah, I love that a lot. And I think that the curiosity does kind of equate to you wanting to learn something you're curious about whatever this thing is and i just uh, i don't know it but i want to learn i want to see what it is that i might like about it 
And I think that that's so powerful for you. And just like you said, it may work out, it may not, but at least you gave yourself the chance. You gave a shot mm -hmm. or you tried to learn about something that you don't know a lot about. And that is amazing. And I think that kind of ties into the quote that I had picked um, by Stephen Hawking. Look up at the stars and not down at your feet. Try to make sense of what you see and wonder about what makes the universe exist. Be curious. And I think that that is kind of the enveloping idea of what curiosity is. If you want to know what something is about or you want to understand the inner workings of something, do it. You have the opportunity. You are alive. You can ask those questions. You can go after whatever that thing is that you shouldn't just look down and be focused on what you're supposed to be doing or what somebody tells you you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. That if you are curious about whatever it may be, go for it, do it. And you never want to be in a situation where you are saying, what if? That is what I've been learning a lot lately is don't get yourself to a point where you can't do it anymore or you don't have that opportunity for whatever it may be and then say, man, what if I had a little bit more time? What if I could go in the past? What would it be like? I know for me personally, I don't ever want to say that and I will do whatever it takes to experience whatever it may be in that moment because you don't know when you're going to get a second chance. If you're looking for a sign, this is it, this episode here. <laughs> and I think that's a great way to really wrap up the episode. And I think as we close out here, as we do, I want to prompt how we can use wonder and inner child work to love ourselves. Yeah, I think, I think wonder and inner child or inner work is such an important part of who you are as a person because that is what makes you unique. You get to decide what it is that you're curious about. You get to make up your mind as to what it is that you want to go after. And that idea of wonder, that idea of curiosity is such an individualistic idea. It only pertains to you. It's not like you're asking a friend to, hey, I want you to be curious about this too. Or a family member or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, you need to just, this is for you. And we're always about self-love and what it is that you do for yourself to make you happy. And this is it. This is the episode. If you're curious about something, if you are wondering about whatever it is in this world, that's okay. Do it because you owe it to yourself to do that. I mean, you know, not much I can add to that. It's just through loving yourself is allowing yourself to be interested in to really explore the things that you are curious about. And, you know, it all comes down to like that self-care too, you know, caring for yourself is allowing yourself to do those things and to 
be interested to explore to whatever it is. And I know you're listening and I know you can already think of something that you've not been allowing yourself to do. And that's the thing that you're responsible for doing. So with that, that's the end of the episode. And I really just want to thank you for listening. You have any last final thoughts, Jer? No, I, I think that this episode was probably our best one. Honestly, I, I definitely am Always going improving. to. Yes, I, I'm definitely going to take a lot of this and apply it into my life. And I would hope that the people that are listening do so as well. Perfect. And as always, you know, we are starting the conversation and we want to hear from you. So leave us a comment on Instagram or Twitter at the LY Foundation or on Facebook, the LY Foundation. Let us know what you thought about today's episode and what wonder means to you. Also, please leave us a review of the LYF podcast. That way we can continue to produce more content and grow the show. Thank you for listening to the conversation. And until next time, love yourself, love one another, and love this planet we call home. <laughs>